Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Market View on Money FM 89.3. That's right, you're listening to Money FM 89.3 and it's now time for Market View where we take a look at how the Singapore stock market is likely to close for the day, the biggest movers, sectors and companies to watch. But as always, a quick recap of how we started. Well, Singapore shares open stronger today as the earnings season approaches an end. Now, in early trade, the Straits Times Index was up 0.3% to 3,114 points after nearly 94 million securities changed hands and the broader market. The numbers on the SGX are still firming up, but here's what we are looking at uh, on our screens. The Straits Times Index currently down 0.12% at 3,102 points. In terms of value turnover, that's $1.24 billion. Gainers outnumbered losers 309 versus 293. Top five movers by value we have here DBS, Gunting Singapore, UOB, Singtel and OCBC. Heavily traded Securities for the day, C-Trim, Gunting Singapore and Rex International. Now, in terms of companies to watch, we do have Gunting Singapore. The company on Friday posted a net profit of $216 million for Q3 and September, which is up 59% from levels seen a year ago. Now, elsewhere from more on global EV sales to expectations for October's Consumer Price Index, data due tonight, more international headlines and focus as well. And joining me on the line, as Kun Go, Head of Asia Research at ANZ. Kun, welcome. Hi, good evening. Good evening. And Kun, let's start with the Singapore stock market as usual. How has the STI Fed so far? Any surprises when it comes to the performance of property stocks, say a Fraser property, a net loss there? Yeah, the the overall market was down slightly, but a big surprise was how resilient the uh, property counters actually were. Uh, The REITs actually managed to close largely unchanged while Fraser property actually uh, rose uh, around $0.03 despite the uh, reported loss. Mm, Right, and zooming in on some of the companies to watch, we do have companies from the tourism and hospitality sector, and I really want to deep dive into them. Uh, Gunting Singapore climbed as much as 11.8% today. Hot stock Q3 results beat expectations, uh, those results out on Friday. At the same time, we saw shares of SETS, which is uh, caterer and ground handler, up as well after narrowing losses for the first half of FY 2024. Do you think the tourism industry is recovering per your expectations? Well, there's no doubt the tourism sector in Singapore is recovering very nicely. If you look at the number of uh, passenger movements through Changi Airport, uh, it has uh, increased and we are not too far off from reclaiming the pre-pandemic highs. Uh, if you look at Singapore Airlines, the number of passengers carried as well, uh, it's just shy of the record high as well achieved in late 2019. So um, it won't be long before you know we are surpassing the uh, pre-pandemic levels. Uh, in terms of actual tourist numbers, however, we're still some way off from reclaiming those highs. But uh, the fact that the numbers are returning and they are spending, I think is reflected in uh, the stellar performance from Genting Singapore and also uh, from sets. So we're starting to see those uh, tourism, hospitality uh, stocks uh, you know, benefiting on the back of this recovery in tourism. 
And don't mind me popping an impromptu question, Kun. Uh, recently, we have seen Japanese airline reporting good numbers, Singapore Airlines as well. Um, how far do you think travel is back in full swing? And does that earnings really come in line with your expectations? Uh, there's no doubt that the uh, passenger numbers have uh, you know, recovered. And like I said, I think we're not too far off from reclaiming the uh, pre-pandemic highs. Mm. On top of that, as uh, those of us who have traveled know, airfares have actually higher yes. than pre-pandemic levels. So that's actually helped uh, their, their revenue contribution as well. Uh, I think looking forward, we can expect uh, further increases in travel, especially as uh, the big market, China, is yet to really hit its stride. Uh, because the number of outbound tourist um, numbers are still well below what it was pre-pandemic, but that's still a uh, potential for it to uh, increase and recover further next year. Mm, I guess there'll be lots to watch, right? Some are saying that airlines would likely increase capacity, so I guess, I guess a lot of moving parts at the moment. Um, but around the world, Akun, global EV sales continues to see continued strength with China reporting record monthly sales in October, and that's despite the end of subsidies. Now, at the same time, we know that India is considering tax cuts on imports of completely built units of EVs for a period of up to five years. Can we expect sales of EVs to hold up in the near term? Well, EV sales definitely has uh, picked up very strongly and there's ongoing strong demand for them globally. So I expect uh, the EV exports from China to continue to grow very strongly and in fact, it's starting to become uh, quite a major competitor and threat to your traditional automakers in Japan and Europe. Uh, the India proposal to um, maybe uh, reduce their tax on EV is uh, interesting. Uh, that decision has been, been, hasn't been made yet, but it's uh, clear that what they're trying to do is um, encourage not only more EV adoption in the country, but uh, potentially trying to entice uh, EV uh, automakers such as Tesla uh, mm. to set up operations in India. I think that's part and parcel of them uh, you know, trying to um, encourage them by removing or reducing those uh, taxes. Hmm. If you're just tuning in, we're now in conversation with Kun Go, Head of Asia Research at ANZ. And in the meantime, Kun, let's take a look further away at the US. All eyes on that October Consumer Price Index CPI due tonight. If we look at a Bloomberg survey of economists, CPI forecast to have hit 3.3% in October, down from 3.7% in September. Your thoughts, what are you expecting? Yeah, so my expectation is very similar to the uh, consensus. So we're also looking for a decline in the headline numbers towards uh, 3.3%. I think the more important core inflation numbers, however, are expected to remain unchanged at uh, 4.1%. Now, the um, potential spanner in the works is the uh, change in the way that healthcare uh, prices are being calculated, which will be released at tonight's number. Uh, healthcare had been a major drag lower on overall headline and core inflation. So the methodological change could uh, provide a bit of an upside to the inflation numbers tonight. So that's something to watch out for. Mm. But fundamentally, if we look at the numbers in terms of consumption and inflation, right? Generically, aside from that methodology change, do you expect them to warrant a change in the Fed's approach to interest rates? I don't expect the inflation numbers today to uh, change the Fed's yeah. overall view. I believe the Fed is done in hiking rates. They mm. don't need to increase rates anymore because uh, the policy rate is tight enough and uh, we expect the economy 
to slow sufficiently in order to bring inflation lower. So unless there's some unreal, unexpected uh, surprise in the inflation numbers today, I think the Fed is, uh, can comfortably be on hold. Uh, and then we'll start to look towards the potential for them maybe cutting rates in the second half of next year. Hmm. Now, uh, we also have earnings out of the U.S. Kuhn uh, retail titans such as Walmart, Target due this week. If I'm not wrong, um, Home Depot due tonight. Uh, more broadly, how do you expect consumer-facing retailers to fare and what will this mean in terms of U.S. consumer activity and the likelihood of a soft landing? Well, if you look at how uh, overall U.S. retail sales have been performing, they've actually been very strong and it highlights the resilience of the U.S. consumer. So that should be reflected uh, in the earnings, although uh, the cost uh, environment uh, might uh, be a the complicating factor. Uh, but we do expect consumer spending to slow. After all, uh, we've had massive increases in interest rates. Uh, student loan repayments have restarted again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there has been a rise in uh, credit card delinquency. So there are certain small pockets of stress that are starting to emerge. Uh, whether or not it will be reflected in the upcoming earnings is probably too early for that. Mm. Uh, but certainly something the markets will be on the lookout for. All right. Thanks a lot for the insights, Kun. That was Kun Go, Head of Asia Research at ANZ. Thank you very much for joining us on MoneyFM 89.3. Before acting on the information on MoneyFM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation and risk tolerance.